Hello, my name is Dr. Eunice Wang from the Roswell Park Comprehensive Cancer Center in Buffalo, New York in the United States. I'm happy to be here today to welcome you to the highlights of the ASH 2023 meeting here in San Diego, California in the United States, while we're discussing some of the most recent and breaking news for the treatment of acute myeloid leukemia, also known as AML. What have we learned this year from the ASH meeting on treatment of AML? We see this year that there is again emerging and additional information on a new class of targeted therapy for acute myeloid leukemia. This new class of drugs are called menin inhibitors, and these drugs are specifically designed to target a specific biological subset of acute myeloid leukemia, specifically that with NNP1 mutations and rearrangements in the KMT2A, also known as MLL gene. For patients that have NMP1 mutations and KMT2A gene rearrangements, there has been no targeted therapy. These patients uh, experience poor outcomes in the relapse refractory setting and often need to go to allogeneic stem cell transplantation. All of the patients treated in this particular setting with relapse disease tend to have poor outcomes with short overall survival. We see this year that there is another menin inhibitor from Janssen, JNJ, which has been evaluated again in patients with relapse refractory disease with these biological subsets, similar to prior studies with two other comp uh, uh, compounds. We see overall response rates about 50% with complete remission rates about 20%. These class of agents or oral pills look to be further developed in combination regimens. There is early data from the combination of a menin inhibitor, Revumenin, with venanoclax and azacitidine equivalent, showing overall response rates of 100% uh, and prolonged survival with this combination therapy. Given the fact that all of the menin inhibitors as single agents seem to be leading to complete remission rates in the 20 to 30%, combinatorial therapy with venanoclax azacitidine or standard 7 plus 3 therapy appears to lie in the future for the most promising development of these agents moving forward. We also saw data combining FLT3 inhibitors, specifically quasartinib with uh, decitabine and venanoclax, again leading to very high overall response rates for patients with newly diagnosed FLT3 mutant AML who are considered unfit for intensive chemotherapy. We saw the addition of antibody drug conjugates, including IMGN632, also known as PVAC, in combination with venanoclax and azacitidine, again leading to high overall response rates and promising activity in newly diagnosed unfit AML patients, agnostic of or independent of any specific mutation. Lastly, we saw a few studies looking at how best to use venanoclax and azacitidine, uh, specifically a study showing that patients who have achieved a response with venanoclax azacitidine may be able to stop their drug completely 
after a number of cycles with prolonged overall survival of several months or even a year or longer uh, with no therapy. Given the fact that many of these patients are older, additional investigations into who might benefit from a discontinuation uh, study clearly need to be explored. As you can see, there's been many exciting developments for AML which are impacting our practice now and clearly in the future. Um, we're looking forward to seeing these novel agents and combinations moving forward as we move into 2024 and beyond.